In My Feels. I'm JRE, and here we have Emily Heidel. My co host. Yes. You probably Heidel. have no idea who I am. But everyone knows Dre. No, 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 no. <laughs> they know you too. They do. I've been posted about you. What are you talking you about? You have. Yes, you have. Okay. It's like, who's that girl next to Dre? Exactly. Like, it's Emily. Get Tis to know. Me, Emily Heidel. Um, this is actually kind of weird because we're sitting very intimately, sort of, with like, it's like an awkward distance where, like, if you were right here, like Michael, if you were right here, uh, I would feel more comfortable, but you guys are like 10 feet away, so. I know what you mean, yeah, actually. But it's, it's okay, like it's okay. Eyes. This is very intimate. So, um, I guess for the people that don't know us, though, let's introduce ourselves. Should I go, go first? first? Yeah. All right. Uh, my name is J-R-E, or Dre, uh, or Jerry, if you want to call me that. Some people have. Jerry. But yeah, they call me Jerry. Oh. I don't know why. But it's J R E, so it's like Jerry? I'm like, no, 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 no. And then it's just awkward. <laughs> no. I've so never heard Jerry. Okay, go ahead. What I do is yeah. uh, I'm a K pop YouTuber. I, well, I'm a YouTuber, content creator that deals with Korean music. Uh, and I just focus on that. It started with reactions. Who you probably know me from is just doing reactions and reviews. But I do other things that mm-hmm. uh, make me look like a fool online and make you laugh for your entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you have like 1.5 million subscribers oh, and followers, to, so... You didn't have to bring numbers into this, but <laughs> okay. I, I, mean, I it's do, true. It's true. but uh, yeah. other than that, thank you guys for coming, for real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm Emily. Um, I actually am very new to K-pop, uh, like early 2018, but with Oof. the help of Dre, Choice uh, Music, who I used to work for, um, uh, and then a couple of other things within the ARMY BTS community. Um, I have tried to learn as much as possible, but I have a sports background. Um, mm-hmm. I work for the Dodgers in UCLA as an in-game host. Uh, and then I went to Michigan, did a lot of sports stuff there. So uh, this is a new thing for me, new official thing. I do have a couple of other podcasts, but do. this one seems very promising. So very excited about that. But um, if you guys are listening to this, you're either listening on the on one of your favorite podcast platforms, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher, whatever it is. But you can also listen to us on the Himalaya app. Mm -hmm. Uh, This podcast is powered by Himalaya. So um, on your Google Play or your uh, iTunes app store, Store. um, you can download the Himalaya app, um, which is the recording provisions. And we're actually at Himalaya's house right now. So thank you to them for that. Um, Yeah, so you can listen on any platform, but you can also listen on Himalaya. And if you listen on Himalaya, there's a Himalaya Plus uh, aspect of it. Um, It's the price of a latte. It's the price of a latte a month. So I know y'all drink coffee and ish, you know. So if you can afford that per month, you're good. I know all y'all. Well, some of (laughs) y'all. You can afford it. Trust. Michael's like, no. Or at least share it. Jeez, like, share it to your followers. What else? <laughs> yeah, so um, if you guys do want to be a part of that Himalaya Plus um, aspect of the app, um, on there you'll get exclusive content. So this podcast will be completely free for everybody because it's our first one. But from here on out, we've done uh, interviews with Villain of PLT. We did one yesterday with June Curry on. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some things from BM of Card. Um, so you can find and listen to all of those on the Himalaya Plus platform. Um, so it'll have exclusive content from interviews, exclusive content of just us. And then also you'll have early access to some of the podcasts. You'll yeah. see the video forms of the podcast that we've done so far. And then there's a community feature. 
So that means you can talk amongst me and Dre, um, but also on there is where we'll be announcing giveaways. So we do have a giveaway that's coming up for uh, the first 1,000 followers on the Himalaya app. Uh, we have a couple of signed uh, CDs from uh, numerous, I guess, K-pop Korean music acts. Yeah. So you can uh, have access to those giveaways if you download the Himalaya app and then go to Himalaya Plus. Um and then also possibly concert tickets as well. Yeah, and mm -hmm. uh, hopefully I could join along because uh, I want to go along with somebody to a concert. Mm -hmm. I usually go by myself and it's kind of sad, but I make new friends, it's all good. Exactly, um, so if you guys want to be able to do that and get the first month free for the Himalaya Plus, you can enter the promo code MYFEELS at the checkout. So that'll get you that first month free if you want to see what that bonus content will look like. Um, but yeah, so that's a little bit of a publication on them, but let's actually get into the literal content itself. Yes, let's All actually right. do it. So with In My Feels, the reason why we started it was because Andre's channel, you see him react to different like K-pop groups and yeah. different Korean groups, and you see how he feels about that, but you, no one really sees how you feel, how like, you feel like feel. me as feel. a human being. Exactly, <laughs> yes. And so this is an opportunity for you to do that. No, no yeah, it's going to mm -hmm. probably be a different side of me. Mm -hmm. Pretty emotional dude, but try to hide it. Is that weird? I don't know. Was anyone here for the roast? The if you guys saw the roast oh, of Dre, the roast, yeah, at KCon uh, when he cried. No, I didn't cry because they were roasting me. <laughs> I could, I could take heat. Listen, I could take all of the ish. You know, I've been on YouTube for a while now, but then when my like friends started complimenting, like, "Yo, Dre's a good dude. He's been out there for me." I'm like, "What? Mm -hmm. What are you doing?" And it's like, mm -hmm. then I started tearing up. Some of the people here even shouted him out. Um, oh yeah, Desi. Yeah. Chris. Yeah, yeah. So that was really nice to see. You really did cry, but it was sweet. Um, Call but me out like that. Yeah, so actually the interview we did yesterday, you teared up a little bit. That's um, a different story. Listen, you, <laughs> don't be calling me out like this. Well, it's not meant to make everybody cry, but more so just feel different things. And so uh, these interviews hopefully will be able to get you guys to do that if you're listening to this. Um, so that's what In My Feels is, but because it's a K-pop or Korean music-centric podcast, we also want to talk about the news a little bit in depth, Oh, for sure, too. for sure. So we'll start off with our top news of the week. It's only two right now, but yeah. I think they're pretty topical and uh, controversial, if you will. So the first one is uh, BTS's Grammy snub um, mm. that came out a couple of days ago. I know. Um, a lot of people feel strongly about that. I know we got some ARMY in the crowd um, who I know feel strongly about that as well. Um, but... Dre, what was your reaction? Uh, or were you expecting BTS to be nominated? Oh, wow, you're going to put me on the spot like this. All right, cool. Um, uh, to be honest, I think, yeah, BTS got snubbed. Uh, they got they made a big impact into the music industry. Mm. And they should have been, like, you know, at least nominated or, like, shown for it, at least. That's what my thoughts are. Well, I know a lot of people were saying, like, like you said, their impact. They have broken so many records uh, here and there. Even some people were calling out, like, why didn't Blackpink get nominated? Uh, they just broke the Billion Views record. Uh, other than Psy, there, no other Korean act has been able to do that. Um, but True. Grammys, the Grammys are supposed to be about, not about the sales, not about the numbers. It's supposed mm. to be about the literal content of the album, which was Map of the Soul Persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, listen, I don't know how they deal with it and how they get the nominations into the Grammys because I don't do my research like that. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> uh, I'm just, you know, a little salty. That's all. Okay. All right. Maybe I'm taking it too personal. I don't know. This also just continues to, you know, push the narrative that people have been trying to spread about the Recording Academy that they yeah. have a... Uh, mm, like prejudice system to how they nominate 
people, right? Mm. Um, it's interesting, like, Lizzo was nominated, which is, you know, her, her album that came out two years ago, Truth Hurts, that came out in 2017, that was nominated. So there's also a little bit of, I feel like there's some stuff that we obviously don't know. Exactly. Um, but how do you think this affects ARMY, specifically? Rephrase that, what? So how do you think, so this, so this How comes, affects the fandom? Yes, like just from the, them not being nominated when they are nominated later oh, on. Oh, when they are when they are nominated, will it be as you know sweet of a victory when this year? I mean, a lot they'll of be happy for expected. sure. Okay. I mm-hmm. mean, they'll like triumph, mm-hmm. um, and then now that they're not nominated, you know, mm-hmm. they're just gonna work harder. I mean, the mm-hmm. fandom is you know they're the yeah. army. Uh, that's what my insight is. That's my perspective. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, there's a book called The Alchemist, if you've read it, um, okay. by Paolo Coelho. And basically it talks about going after your treasure, going after your, you know, your dreams. And, you know, if it feels right, uh, you have beginner's luck at first. So let's say the beginner's luck for BTS was, you know, them breaking into the American music market. If you wanted to start their career there. Right. Beginner's luck. Um, you know, you're having them win all these awards. They're just, you know, performing at the Rose Bowl, all these different stadiums. Right. And then they say that you have beginner's luck and then you start to hit those trials and tribulations. You know, you're not nominated for the people and you don't win people's choice awards there. You know, people are still trying to put you in this box um, and you're not able to just be an artist yourself. You're still labeled as Asian or Korean group. It's not just pop group, how some people want to be able to label them. And then in the book, he says that right before you reach your treasure, that's when you're the most tested. And so I actually like to Mm, correlate this to the Dodgers this year where they made it to the World Series the last two years and then they get knocked out of the playoffs in the first round this year. So if they made it to the World Series three years in a row, like that would have been like, huh. But they were supposed they were so good the whole year. They get to the playoffs and LDS get knocked out in the first round. So that's when you're tested the most, and that's when the fan base was like, what in the world? We weren't expecting that. So next year is when the Dodgers won the World Series, right? Next year, you know, when people think, when people think that BTS was supposed to be nominated because everything they've done this year, next year they can be nominated for a Grammy. So if you think about it like that, it could happen that way. Hey, the people are know. watching. I mean, mm-hmm. they got not nominated, and it's like that was trending mad worldwide. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. people are watching, you know. Yes. Yes. We'll see, we'll see. We'll see next year. Yeah, something else that was also trending a lot. Uh, was uh, the new Soul Girls movie um, that Rebel Wilson <laughs> is supposed to be producing. Um, it's going to be funded through Lionsgate. Um, interesting. A lot of people felt some sort of way about that. Um, it's interesting also sitting here as both people who are not of Korean descent, uh, but we are talking majority about K-pop. I feel like that's something to... Uh, scratch later on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what we talk about later. Right, um, but who knows? Like Emma Stone, she's talked about how she was a K-pop fan. I'm not sure if Rebel Wilson is an outright K-pop fan, but obviously she is definitely trying to jump on this wave right now. And a lot of people had a problem. Well, yeah, a lot of people had a problem with it because it was like, why is a an Australian white woman making this movie? It's someone of not someone not of Asian descent, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and. The big thing was making sure that they are is an Asian cast in the movie, a Korean American cast. And the the synopsis is supposed to be an ex member of a British girl group and a former K pop trainee help a high school girl and her friends to enter a competition to open for the world's biggest boy group. Right? Do you think BTS will be in this movie? If they got the budget, (laughs) 
Like, they yeah. expensive. Listen, this is my take on this whole thing. They better say, oh my God, Dre's reacting to me <laughs> in there. Or, so you want to make a cameo in the movie? Not a cameo. I just want them to say my name. Okay. I don't know if I want a cameo. All right. I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> Lionsgate. <laughs> if I do end up getting a cameo and they, you know, they pay me. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll but, take the heat. Okay. Oh, Dre's on this movie. Because people are judging about this already. Like Soul. Mm -hmm. So is it Soul Girls? Soul Girls, yeah. It's mm -hmm. like basically Pitch Perfect but with K-pop? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is? Yeah. You yeah, say that. You agree? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. But I'm not roasting it, but that's how people are saying online. So. Mm -hmm. Well, if they do, so I'm wondering also, you know, okay, is BT, if you're talking about the biggest boy group, boy band in the world, arguably could be BTS, a yeah. true tag for K-pop, right? But then also, do you think they're going to try to tap into the K-pop community? Like you, you know, uh, Dre reacted to this. Um, Listen. You know, would they cast? I could who, be K-pop fan number two. Who would be the former K-pop who would be the K-pop training? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Who could you as a cast? As like a cast. <laughs> Do you want me to actually name drop? Yeah. I was if thinking like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Um, okay. Anybody um, uh, mm -hmm. of Korean descent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan Lee. Okay. Megan Lee. That could be somebody. Mm-hmm. David Park. <laughs> David Park? <laughs> He's right there. David Park? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, JRE. JRE. <laughs> People have contacted you about being about what? in a K-pop group before, right? No. Oh. If they did, I'd be like, nah, I'm too old. I'm like overweight. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I thought, okay. Who maybe contacted not. me about a K-pop group? Okay, I don't know. Maybe I got my information. I'm trying to it. think myself. Okay. Well, that'd be cool. All right, all right. So that's Soul Girls. Hopefully they do happen to the k-pop community so it seems a little uh, bit more genuine we'll um see. anyway so all right let's talk about sorry i put you on the spot multiple times all right let's talk about what we've been up to so you're out here in la now mm -hmm. um but before you came out to la you're yeah. in miami at the j park mom. concert yeah i was on the j park concert mm -hmm. ted park brought you brought on me stage. up on stage uh -huh. miami showed me love i'm from miami so but i don't always like vlogged I'm in Miami people think I'm from LA or New York that's when I like actually vlog mm -hmm. uh, but I like that I like keeping it private um, and sorry someone's looking at me back there oh anyways <laughs> Jay Park brought me oh no Ted Park brought me up on stage mm -hmm. and Jay Park uh, realized how big I was in Miami so thank you Ted Park oh. uh, I didn't know Miami ever would be like that like they mm -hmm. supported me because mm -hmm. I don't really go out there like oh I'm a I like Korean music mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff mm -hmm. um and it's crazy being up on stage, getting the crowd hyped with you and seeing like a bunch of like Jay Park's uh, fans, bras and panties on the floor. Cause that's what I do. They throw bras and panties and uh, actual, I saw a pregnancy test <laughs> on, the, on the floor. Really? <laughs> yeah. And Jay Park grabbed it up. He's like, oh, I am not the father. And he started dancing. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Pregnancy. I didn't, I don't want to touch Dang. that. Was it? <laughs> So it wasn't in a box. It was a literal test. Oh, yeah. They threw the stick. Oh, wow. Wow. Good I'm, Lord. I'm, I, I, I'm surprised he picked it up. Right. That's gross. All right. Well, then I, I know that like at Sick K concerts, they throw bras. Yeah, that's where it started. Yeah. Uh, the artist Sick K. Uh-huh. Just throwing bras. I'm like, yo, isn't that like $60 or something like that? It is. Depending like, on that's you like you got, that's money. Yeah, it is. And he was carrying it like he had wings. Like... <laughs> Like Wait, big really? bras, small bras. Oh, God. Like granny bras. 
Nice. Okay. Hey, I don't know if it's nice. But <laughs> probably... I don't know. Showing your passion in a way. Hey, no. it's not the first time, I guess, for any artist to get that. So mm-hmm, That's true. All right. So you were there. Um, were you nervous when you were on stage? Nah, I like that. I'm more nervous in this situation because there's more eyes. In a big crowded stage, you can't really see anything. It just mm-hmm, lights. Mm-hmm. So this is a little bit more intimate, but I'm, I'm cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm good with it. And then you also helped out with PLT's tour. You were in Atlanta yeah. with them. And then you came out here to LA. What was that like? Uh, I did a little documentary around the mm-hmm. uh, crew called mm-hmm. PLT, Planetarium Records. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was fun. I mean, coming out, I, it's like, that was like on, like on my third time coming out to Atlanta. I always like coming out there, mm-hmm. even though it's like my third time, though. I mean, I'm from Miami. We're like, we cousins or something. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. uh, it was a good uh, experience. Uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of like what I would like to do is just get in the uh, mind of the artist or creative. That's why I like making this podcast. Not trying to make it focused around Korean music, but... Mm. Uh, <laughs> Our goal right now is to get Tom Holland on for uh, Dre's manager Charlene oh yeah my yeah, yeah she's so, a big Tom Holland fan I yeah. don't know if I could pull that off though yeah. but we'll see how this goes we'll start with like the people we know exactly <laughs> if y'all yeah. want to be <laughs> no but any creative whether it be an actor uh, it doesn't have to be a singer it could mm-hmm. be anything they could come on our podcast and we could just like talk and get in our feels a bit mm-hmm. a little deep yeah, you know what I'm and saying? you when you came out here the other day we both went to the Tiffany concert I saw you posted something yesterday that you met her was that the first time you met her Yes, first time. Yes. Okay. And she was excited. Yeah, I was happy. Yeah. She's like, hi. Oh my god. I didn't know if that was for me, but David wasn't sitting in front of me, and I realized. Nah, I think it was okay. <laughs> nah, she's dope. Uh, I posted my picture. Uh, I looked crusty, but it's all good. <laughs> I thought you looked good. Um, okay, you. so yeah, you went to that. I went to the One Us concert. Um, if you guys know One Us, uh, they're a new rookie boy group um and they are in the same company as mamamoo um so went to their concert that was fun and then right now trying to prepare for a trip to seoul for two months um i have no idea what i'm doing but that's okay um because i expect you to help me up i didn't hear anything what (laughs) (laughs) i'll help you out i'll help you out. out yes all right yeah so it'll be fun but I guess that's what we've been doing lately Um, right now. We also want to say thanks to Factory Tea Bar for the delicious tea and boba that was at the podcast launch. Mm -hmm, Because mine and yours Mm -hmm. uh, favorite was the milk boba tea. Mm -hmm. If you live in the LA area or you're visiting, check them out at one or two of their locations in San Gabriel or near USC. Actually, the San Gabriel location is where Dre and I first met for the fan meet back in May before the BTS concert. So if you want to see them, even when you're not there, you can follow them on Instagram at Factory T Bar or at Factory T Bar USC. Now let's get back into our feels. But our guest has been doing a lot. Um, how about you introduce her? Because I feel like you have more of a background, when, and especially with the yeah, second okay, gen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, our first guest is amber you if you don't know her already you know you know fx now solo she's doing she's putting out singles like crazy that are hot fire and uh why don't you just come out amber yeah amber come through what's poppin what's up hello hello delete that footage just (laughs) what's up you been? Well, it's been a while, Dre, because I saw you at my house. You just, ra- you just randomly come in. <laughs> no, I do, I do, I do. Emily, it's nice to see you again. It's nice to see you, yeah. too. We met the other day, but happy to have you here. Um, so, obviously, you guys have been, you guys have known each other a little bit, but can you, do you remember how you first met? Do you remember when we first met? Because I do. 
Was it? Was it? Was it, was, was, was it technically KCON? Yes. What year though? Oh, oh, oh. That is there something? Oh, 2014. Nah, it's 2013. Okay, oh. who tried to help you out? It's okay. <laughs> nah, nah. It was a while back. But uh, you were shooting a. I was a shooting a, a series, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like one of the fans that they chose. Oh. It's like a little reality Wait, series. That was, a that was a long time ago. A long time we ago. Did, you probably didn't know who I was, but that's where we first first met. Was that 2013 or 2014? 2013. 2013. Okay. Well, I I always knew Dre because he was the the one of the YouTubers that were um man, words are really hard today. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he, uh reacting to K-pop videos mm-hmm. and like, you know, he you were really big on like the this the this body roll the body roll yo new merch coming out body roll t-shirt what's popping coming out soon you know just that like that was not a planned sponsorship <laughs> uh but yeah yeah and yeah that's somehow he just shows up at my house every time he's in la and i don't even know he's here and hey, it just happens you make it sound weird <laughs> just, Wait, my, my roommate is really close with him there we go that's the context sorry guys just a reminder guys i know that i know brandon you're recording for me but just make sure not to record because this is a not uh released episode yet yes pictures are good though pictures are fine but no recording the actual interview um anyway sorry continue so you guys are so dre's uh your roommate is one of dre's really good friends yes yes okay cool so you are coming off of you know a year of a new solo career really yeah um you have a upcoming tour um called the x tour which starts in 2020 but you also have been releasing a couple of singles here and there um one was uh other people and then curiosity is the latest one there is a lot of romance in there yeah yeah oh my god why did you decide to include that in Um, those videos well i just have a lot of things in my head that I think that I wasn't able to express um, in the past like 10 years of my career. So um, I kind of wanted to just try something new and like, you know, take a couple chances. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, for other people, I wrote it about, you know, a breakup that I had and it was, I was taking it really bad. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm beating myself up. I'm beating myself up. Mm-hmm. I'm beating up myself. Mm-hmm. Beating, oh my gosh. Yeah, words. words are hard, you know? <laughs> words are so words hard. Are, words are it's crazy, like, you know? I'm beating uh, myself up for this so uh, too much. And mm-hmm. uh, my friends are always telling me, you know, let's, let's, they wouldn't even like, it's not even like, uh, you know, like when you're so sad and okay. even if you hear things, it, uh, like people trying to cheer you up, it just yeah. doesn't even affect oh, you. Oh yeah. True. So like my friends would just help distract me mm. by like, going to escape rooms mm-hmm. or, you know, getting boba or, you know, typical mm-hmm. Amber stuff, you mm-hmm. know. Mm. Anime, maybe? The anime. Oh, a lot of anime. Oh, there we go. Too much anime. What's your favorite it. anime? As of now, uh... Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Why? No, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> I, I just uh, finished Demon Slayer. It oh, was bet. an amazing show. Good answer. Um, <laughs> I'm really in love with uh, The Seven Deadly Sins. Nice. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. oh, that was on Netflix. Where do people yeah. watch anime? Like Netflix? Um, yeah, Netflix has some on Netflix. Um, I'm Crunchyroll. Okay. Kiss anime. Kiss anime. Thank Kiss you. anime. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, well, I guess you've been doing those singles, um, and you have the tour coming up. This is your first time, like touring completely by yourself uh i had a short tour last mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. Uh, it was like true. 10 cities but this one uh next year is going to be 24 cities Ooh. wow so i'm really excited because i get to be on a tour bus <laughs> oh so it's a tour bus oh. tour bus like is that your first time doing like a tour bus yeah, thing okay uh, my last tour was all flights and it was actually really really like draining because we would like do a show uh you know 
finish up at like what 10 or whatever time me and my crew would like go over the set again you know uh hit up our choreographer just to check up on things probably end by like 12 and then i would have to uh for meet and greets i would get a lot of gifts so i would have to mm -hmm. organize all that so that i have to pack it up in a box and then uh get it ready for the team to ship back to la so there was a lot of uh just not sleeping and uh you know wake up for the next flight mm -hmm. then you know just zombie mode constantly yeah yeah but, uh, tour bus oh it's gonna be great. Like, That'll there's be, gonna be fun. bunk beds, On and the then road. I'm gonna bring my switch, and then <laughs> that's all I can. Still no <laughs> sleep. Okay. So, is that what you're most excited about? Uh, the tour bus and being able to like be with your crew and stuff like that all the time. Yeah, I I love traveling, and mm -hmm. I love um, just you know just long drives. Mm -hmm. Even though a lot of people don't like it, like if my friends are uh, wanting to go to Vegas, I'll be like, I'll drive. I want to oh, drive. Really? Like, mm. Yeah, I like it a lot. You like so driving? anybody that wants to go to Vegas, I know my friends are here in the audience too. Mm -hmm. So like, if you guys want to go to Vegas, I'll drive. <laughs> what can fans expect on a tour? Uh, I'm really trying to switch things up um, uh, here and there. Um, you'll obviously like, they're, wow. <laughs> English is so hard. That's like a uh, llama noise, I think. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, um, just a lot of fun stuff. I mm -hmm. hope that like every show that I, I do, I always want people to walk away maybe feeling either like relaxed or you know experiencing something mm -hmm. um where they can feel free and mm -hmm. be themselves so uh i haven't in detail figured everything out yet mm -hmm. but it's gonna be funny fun and funny and um you know maybe a little bit sad at some points mm -hmm. but uh we'll go through that emotional roller coaster together. Kind of like they're in so. their fields or something. Yeah. Something that's like that. crazy. Yeah. That's like the podcast name. Yeah. So actually when you said like you haven't figured out everything in detail, I thought mm -hmm. about how like with K-pop tours, um, I'm, I don't know how far in advance that you guys would plan those, but um, what, what do you think it's going to be like, you know, when you compared to, I mean, you said you had the short tour last mm -hmm. year, but 24 cities, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to be with a crew, but it's different from being with a group of people. Mm -hmm. um, a I'm sure much, much larger staff, if you will. Um, I don't know if, if it's exactly that, but um, what are you looking forward to? Or I guess my question is, what was the first like palpable change or a uh, real change that you felt when you went from being in K-pop and a group and to now being a solo artist mm. uh, here in the States? The biggest difference I see is just with like the business structure. Like uh, what that means is uh, I have to make every decision now and it's kind of hard because I don't, no, like I didn't know that, oh, this was in the business, this was in the business, this was in the business, mm -hmm. versus, you know, being uh, at my past label, they would make all those decisions for mm -hmm. me and I would just have to execute it. So um, it, it's a lot of like mental overload every single day, but, you know, my team is very supportive and, you know, we're figuring it out together. We have like, you know, our core, core team is like only like three people. Oh, wow. So we're really trying and, um, uh, and they, they're the hardest workers I've ever like seen. And they're, well, you can, everybody's hardworking here. You guys are all hardworking too. Thank so. you. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but they're extremely hardworking, and um, and 
I just really appreciate them always like supporting me through all my mental breakdowns that I'm having. So, mm. uh, I, yeah, hopefully like in our team is expanding, um, slowly and we're, uh, just learning every day together. Mm-hmm. So also another thing that people talk about with uh, with K-pop is about the work ethic of the groups. Mm-hmm. That was something that I'm sure was instilled in you for the last 10 years. Jeez. Um, has that, is that easy when you don't have as much of a, when it's just you being your own boss kind of thing? Like, is that, is that, are you still able to have that work ethic or is it like you're trying to find that motivation to still be as like structured? I think the biggest like, change is definitely now that i'm older like you you feel it how like tired you are oh yeah. um and your brain just kind of shuts off and you're just mm-hmm. like wait mm-hmm. i didn't hear the 20 important things that you just told me about some thing with you know so and so but i uh i also like, driving in la you know is you know you shouldn't drive sleepy oh okay. is it true you know, that's a do not drive sleepy Don't you know sleep and drive you know, for drive sure. responsibly mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. um but Definitely because I have to drive myself to, from like set to or meeting to meeting and mm-hmm. uh, rest is still somehow going to be factored into my schedule in some way. So I would frequently take naps. I would actually tell my team or whoever I'm working with, like, hey, I'm going to take a nap because I, I don't want to uh, break down mm-hmm. physically. So um, it I, I don't I want to say that. Uh, back then because all those things were done for us Mm -hmm. it was a lot easier to somewhat manage but now it's just kind of like i'm figuring everything out and everything's so chaotic uh uh my team is also just very understanding of like when i need to take a break so yeah is it just overwhelming basically uh it's just like kind of you you you, i've lived one way for so long and then suddenly jumping to something new but something that I know of, but it's new. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, oh my gosh, there's these, all these things that I don't know. Exactly. And okay. then you just kind of, I just kind of like get scared and nervous and kind of do weird things. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is your goal and vision role? What is your vision for um, how you see your solo career going? Mm, I, I know it's a oh, hefty oh, question. Hefty question. Honestly, I just, uh, there's a recent um, Taylor Swift uh, interview that sh- uh, where she said that she just wants to write music for, for the sake of music. She doesn't mm-hmm. want to, you know, just write that. She has to write a hit. She'll just write what she feels. And, you know, back then when I was writing a lot of music, uh, I would always be so focused on, oh, I, this has to be a hit. This has to, like, I have to formulate some type of structure and format into the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, and I think that really affected how, um, I, I guess, connect with music, but now I'm trying to shed all those like expectations, those pressures and just write from my heart and, uh, you know, start from there and just Mm. be honest with myself. Mm. What is, what, what do you feel like your heart is saying to you? Like, uh, right now in terms of like, what, what's speaking to you compared to like when you were, you know, within other company or another company what is something that you are like you know trying to figure out within your heart right now mm. oh this, this is a deep question <laughs> very deep. welcome deep to in my feels where we get in our feels uh i think just to not be tempted by like the world like worldly material things mm-hmm, okay. um if that makes any sense mm-hmm. i 
you know, I I came, from, I, I'm in a very successful K-pop group. Mm -hmm. You know, we were number one, we were touring everywhere, you know, uh, you know, financially we're all good, but, you know, I really just want to just be happy now, you know, and enjoy the process, not the result. Mm -hmm. um, okay. If I can enjoy both, that's amazing. That'll be but, better. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Enjoying both is definitely the best, but mm -hmm. um, to try to, you know, just take my time and enjoy every moment of the process and, you know, not always be so, uh, I guess, you know, focused on, oh, I need to get number one. Yeah. Oh, I need to get a billion views on this video. Oh, I need to, you know, change uh, something like in my moral pool mm -hmm. to, you know, get to the top, you know, things like yeah. Mm -hmm. And and your song, uh, Hands Behind My Back, you uh, in, in an interview, I guess, specifically that you did about it, you talked about how, um, you know, in the past you might have felt like, you know, your hands were like mm -hmm. figuratively tied behind mm -hmm. your back. Um, but the thing is, the people who tied them behind your mm -hmm. back, they didn't know what you were also doing yeah. behind your back. Um, can you explain <laughs> what you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, yeah. Oh, so I, yeah, it's just like, Visually, your hands are behind your. If someone basically says, you know, you know, put your hands behind your back or something, they also can't see what you're doing. And I think, uh, just with all, you know, in my past where I wasn't allowed to do a lot of things, you know, and I had, you know, just I just started thinking like, what should I be doing then? So I just started working on a lot of stuff and uh, just hanging out with my friends and like making cool projects with them. But what ended up like. Though, to me, it's like, yeah, Amber, the person that just, you know, she writes music, she she sings, she, mm -hmm. uh, uh, did I say make videos? Yeah, she makes videos mm -hmm. and, like, does all this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so. Does all, the, uh, a variety of things. Um, it was very, very interesting when the people that tied my hands behind my back didn't realize, like, that I could do all these things, I you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, so even till this day, like, a lot of people don't know I sing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. though... I, you know, was, I debuted as a rapper mm -hmm. in my group. I've always, I've, I, in my opinion, I've always said mm -hmm. that I have always been a singer first. Mm -hmm. um, I enjoy rapping, but, you know, to be honest, I don't really consider myself a rapper, uh, though I love rapping and it's so, it's so fun and so it's, it's an amazing way to songwrite. Mm -hmm. But um, singing has always been number one to me in music. So, yeah, it's just, it's very interesting that, like, I've been singing probably for the past, what, maybe four, four or five, four years-ish. Okay. And even in my group, there's like singing, I have singing you lines. Have, yeah. And people like, oh, you sing? It's always that I way. I actually was in karaoke yesterday and um, <laughs> it was my, fr my, my friend's friend was like, you sing? <laughs> what? You sing? And I was like, oh, like, yeah. Because like, to me, it's just like, oh. But, yeah. you know, I guess it still catches, you know, people off guard. It's interesting because, like, like I mentioned before, like I'm obviously newer to K-pop, mm -hmm. and um, I feel like I before I, I knew who who FX was. Um, I knew like I'd heard you rap before, but for some reason I'd always been like, oh, she sings before she. Oh, like, really? You know, yeah, That's awesome. yeah. That was my thought process <laughs> first um, before I guess actually getting to know like mm -hmm. your group and things like that. Um, you actually did something. With uh, Mnet's, uh, Mnet did a show once called Four Things, and oh, you yeah. guested on it, and I think it was like Ailey was there. Um, who hey. else? Oh gosh, uh, I'm blanking. Jackson and Jackson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, who's, 
It was someone from Miss A. Oh, men, men, men. men. Oh, yes, yeah, men. yeah. yeah. Um, and on there, you said that uh, you said that you have like a not that you have a fear of missing out, but you hate not knowing things. And yeah. when you don't know things, you're like, wait, I gotta look it up really quickly. I'm like very similar. Where yeah. I'm like, I can't be the last to know things, but mm-hmm. I was like the last with K-pop, which is really annoying. But um, but do you have a fear of missing out? Uh. N- with like group settings of like going out, no, because mm-hmm. I just I actually like staying home. And You're a homebody, like, basically. Yeah, I'm a homebody. Mm-hmm. That's like me though. Yeah, and I like you know playing with the dog and you know just chilling normal out the things, house. basically normal things. <laughs> <Just> normal. <laughs> Play with dog, hang out, hang mm-hmm. out. You know, order you know Postmates or you know something. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Amber's normal. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, it's just kind of like, how did I not know about this type of, uh, type I of see. thing? I see. Uh, like, like, like the anime, like Demon Slayer. I, mm-hmm. I did not know that was a thing. I was like, I need to watch it. Mm. You know, uh, it is a little hard now these days because it uh, work has been a little You're bit super crazy. busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. but uh, I'm learning to you know be patient and you know not be so uptight about like having to know everything because part of being human is you know you learn and mm-hmm. we're not perfect and you know yeah, you don't have to know everything but everybody has to know what boba is i mean please, please everybody drink boba. <laughs> boba boba is amazing boba you know it's cool yes. it's cool yes yes we love boba yeah yeah um <laughs> As okay. everybody else drinks boba around you yeah i feel like a lot yeah. of people know you for like there's llama and then there's boba yes yes good good i've, I've done my brain <laughs> mission accomplished well. basically <laughs> yes um okay and then one of the other things in the video that i realized or from what i heard um from your friends was that you're someone who values friendships and you and even in um there's another one with rant you did ranting monkey with yeah. uh slice d uh where you did like a 20 part kind of episode yeah. sort of thing and you talked about how um friends to you are family um doesn't you have to you don't have to be related by blood um in order to be you know family to mm-hmm. you um it's interesting because i don't feel I, I well let me say i have like very good friends um and uh but nothing will ever replace family mm-hmm. in my opinion so okay. um you know yeah uh, blood is thicker than water blah, blah, blah. but at the same time but i see what you mean by yeah, like yeah, sometimes blood yeah i don't consider some yeah. people well know, you know I, mean? I i think it definitely just stems <laughs> well, from no but like uh, there's some people yeah of course you know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay uh like well please someone please replace my sister she's insane (laughs) (laughs) okay my sister jackie is insane please someone replace her i'm just kidding don't replace her i was like oh someone replace her someone replace her please okay okay (laughs) just kidding i love you jackie Uh uh well it's the reason why i think like my friends are my family is because when I moved to Korea, I had no one. Like, mm. There was nobody. And then you basically meet people because of technically work. Mm-hmm. So you don't know, you know, who, who these people are. Or who to trust. Or who you trust. Yeah. Or, um, you know, what they're trying to do to you. Or, yeah, exactly. You know, that kind of stuff. So uh, I, I always felt that there was a missing connection, like, like everything's just about work. Why can't we just be like just friends? Mm. You know, like it, yeah, work in business and all that mumbo jumbo. Yeah. It's like we're, we like just to surface level. It's just more. Uh, I didn't want everything uh, for me in my work area just to be about work mm-hmm. because I feel like especially with art and you know life in general, uh, if you're just so focused on like oh, this person, I can do this with this person, they can get me to this person, or like being very calculative with business and mm-hmm. work, and it's just it's just tiring. Mm-hmm. It's like just, a clout chasing? Yeah. Basically. Oh. <laughs> chasing the clout, get that clout. You know, 
but yeah, so uh, all my friends, like we kind of, I, I'm, tr- I, what I basically tried to do was just make like a community of people in okay. in, in Korea, because like oh. a lot of my friends uh, that are also in the street came from like well, Chicago, or some people came from China, some people came from Japan. So mm-hmm. okay. it's it's we're all just basic kind of like these outsiders coming together, and we have nobody. Okay. So you know, might as well you know open up my house like yeah Yeah. become friends you know go out and eat eat food and chill not make anything about business because especially like i started when i was 15 and like i don't know anything when i'm 15 and we grow up in this industry and it's just kind of like we i i kind of feel like i've never had that college experience and never had those like rebellious like high school days where you know (laughs) ditch school please don't ditch school guys (laughs) (laughs) like you know like i've never really had a rebellious phase Mm -hmm. um i think until like way later but uh kind of just to see my work as like work people as humans rather than just Mm -hmm. okay you're a celebrity Mm -hmm. um but yeah so like obviously like one big uh i think one big distance that i felt with like oh i i really don't have anybody mm. here in korea is like on those really big holidays like um the the lunar new year mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. it's like the thanksgiving uh of korea mm-hmm. yeah like everybody would be like going to their families yeah and it's kind of like empty in yeah korea. and then it's it, it's literally so scary because like the it's streets are dead creepy oh. i've yeah, been it's, so, it's like a, a zombie apocalypse apocalypse came it, and you're just like yeah did i miss am i the only one left yeah yeah so um basically i just like kind of like opened up my house to friends and then you know we just like we go out and play board games and Mm -hmm. you know like hey it's christmas and kind Mm -hmm. of like hey do you want to do something fun Mm -hmm. and have game night or Mm -hmm. something you know like try to do small things and Mm -hmm. uh i don't and i'm really happy for every like I'm just so thankful for all my friends who, mm-hmm. um, and my family, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, who've, you know, been with their, been with me the whole time. So, mm-hmm. so the way their friendships have matured is like, they've, it's mostly stemmed from like people who were work mm-hmm. friends and then they've become your yeah. actual friends yeah. over time, basically. Yeah. 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 Have you had like, I know you've had situations like that, Dre, what? as well, where you've had like work friends or people that, um, were once acquaintances more trying to get somewhere and then eventually yeah like uh especially in the beginning when i did youtube or collabs you know we all want one thing but if it ends up as in a, being a friendship and it's genuine then yeah mm-hmm. i mean it is what it is mm-hmm. uh even in korea when i first time went to korea I just mostly hung out with every korean american <laughs> uh so i know you guys have like a, a group like a, well not korean americans but like americans that are in korea within like eric nam i know you're really good friends with is that like the people you would hang out with on like thanksgiving or christmas and that or the korean thanksgiving i guess well uh, yeah pretty kind of kind of kind of like that Uh it's uh gotten to a point where we're all kind of busy now and i'm mostly here i see so um but you know my group of friends still like hang out with each other Mm -hmm. and obviously like uh because we're all you know technically foreigners and Mm -hmm. we come uh and people like leave too Mm -hmm. so like that was like the one of the most like kind of like heartbreaking things for me is like uh it's like not heartbreaking like like a bittersweet type of thing like oh like you're you're you've you've ended this chapter of your life here and you're gonna go back home now Mm -hmm. it's like kind of like oh but and i'm here it's like they're leaving you but if i have like you know you know it's kind yeah. of uh, it's, is it like closing a chapter of your yeah. life sort of thing? It's like you're uh-huh. you're making the per- like the person's graduating. Yeah, I see. I see. Uh-huh. Go on, fly. Yeah, Get a college degree. <laughs> are you gonna try? Are, 
Are you gonna try it too? Uh, I was actually really considering uh-huh. school, but oh, really? Um, I I I want to do, go to school if I can commit to it, but I just uh-huh. re- I realistically like just can't at this moment because mm-hmm. I've always wanted to uh, like later on. Um, like one of my big goals is like I really want to do something with the environment and or okay. you know, any societal uh, issue, worldly issue that we're uh, dealing with right mm-hmm. now, um, to bring some type of like you know help to it, mm-hmm. even um, and use my position to hopefully like positively influence and progress. Mm-hmm. You always you got know. time. Go so, to school. You know. Yeah. So I I kind of like you know go to school like I, like get an education. Um, you know I I used to want to be a scientist like before before all this uh, music stuff happened, mm-hmm. I wanted to like go into like bioengineering and oh, wow. all these things. So uh, I really, I, I swear to you, sorry, this is a really like stupid story, but no. okay. I, when I was like five, I was like, why don't they make an electric car? And then as the car like kind of like, you know, goes, you also generate electricity with the wheel rolling because the wheel can also like it if it rolls, you know. Oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, man, I'm smart. And then yeah. later on, they made that. I'm like, then Elon see, Musk see? came out with I a Tesla. Five guys. Wait, is that what an electric car? Um, is? I, I know there that are cars that do generate electricity like that. Oh. So, um, or they use different other uh, other sources, but you know, I was five. Like visionary, panels, you know? Yeah, I'm five just, years old. I'm just so cool, guys. Should have wrote yeah. it down. You should have wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess our like our last question to wrap it up. You did mention that is one of your your goals, but what is your ultimate goal in life, whether it's to, you know, leave the place better than you left it, you know, be able to, and it can be something like tangible, like hitting a million views, whatever you want to do with, you know, videos. Uh, also a hefty I think, question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I, I think my just biggest, the biggest goal in my life that like I've always had is uh, to make connect, like connection, mm. make not like, business connections and all that stuff, but like connect with people because I feel like that's what helps all of, all of us come together. And especially like with the internet and, you know, there's so many cultures and so many different opinions going on. It's going back and forth, but, um, just to kind of, uh, you know, bring the world closer together somehow. I don't know how to do how it's the to do that hardest yet, thing right now yeah i feel like i've been trying to do that mm-hmm. for the longest time so. yeah i think i think it i mean here whether it's in your con you know at your concerts i'm sure it's a diverse crowd of people as well so you're already on the way to doing that trying thank you yes, yes. keep on going for real exactly thank you for doing this and thank you for the live uh, audience sitting hey, here hey thank yeah. you y'all for we sitting. will be back <laughs>